Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and welcome to Shi'ar Jashub, a Bible study program brought to you by the Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will be listening to the continuation of a sermon in my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo's series on heavenly authority. This current message focuses on what the New Testament tells us about church organizational structure and how the churches should be connected to each other. Pastor has been examining the dynamics of independence versus dependence, and he went to the book of Acts to look at the example of the relationship between the church at Antioch and the church in Jerusalem. When we left off, Pastor Greg had just read from Acts chapter 11, where prophets from Jerusalem came to Antioch, and one of them, Agabus, stood up and showed by the Holy Spirit that a great famine was coming throughout the world. The disciples at Antioch then decided to send relief to the brethren in Jerusalem, with Paul and Barnabas commissioned to bring it to the elders of the Jerusalem church. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo. And you see the importance of the offices, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, etc., balancing the tension between local independence and ties to other churches, right? And providing the interconnection and the atmosphere of responsibility and an atmosphere of accountability, right? Through these other offices, not through institutions, not through a formal institution, but rather through these offices, there is this tie together. Prophets being sent from Jerusalem. Prophets give wisdom to the people. And those in Antioch are in a better financial position. So then they know what to do to help themselves and then to help those in a bad financial position, the church being persecuted down in Judea, in Jerusalem. And they send aid back through Barnabas and Paul. Okay, so there is a reciprocation. One has sent Barnabas up to them. They've sent help down to them. So they're not in a vacuum, right? They're independent local churches but they're tied together in the Spirit through the offices of the Spirit, okay? Look what happens when you don't have a balance in this tension, when you don't rightly divide it, uh, and you go to the extremes, right? Think of church history. So much dependence and answering to one church or one group or one central bishop, one central bishop rises up like the bishop of Rome, right? Above all the other bishops or the elders of other churches, you get a hierarchy, one institution, not just the concept of one body, right? One universal body, and that's where the word, the word Catholic comes from, meant that you can have believers of every nation, tribe, language. We all belong to the one body, the one church of Jesus Christ. Right? But we're not talking about the spiritual concept of the one universal or the one Catholic church like that. We're talking about an institution now, a formal hierarchy, firm rule, 
one key bishop, right, one pope, one body of Christ getting translated into one institutional authority so that if that organization goes off in error, all known churches, because they rule by edict, and you cannot dispute it, all known churches go off in the same error, slavishly. No other minds. Tradition then begins to nullify the word of God and make it void, as Jesus said, right? With a man and institutional powers replacing the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Right. We talk about the prophets going up and Barnabas going up and Paul coming back down to Jerusalem. You're talking about those in the spirit, the offices of the spirit. Now you have institutional power replacing the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Look at the other extreme. If there's so much independence, you have rebels that are totally disconnected. They have no respect for the Lord's work that went before. They think they just found it all themselves. Nor of the opinions and interpretations of those who went before. They have no respect of the opinions and interpretations uh, of others in the Lord's body today. And many of the cultic offshoots of Christianity, and you had a lot of them in the 1700s, in the 1800s, in the 1900s, and we're seeing tremendous ones today in the Gnostic movements and different cults, right? Uh, there's error, there's arrogance, and sin, that what does it do? It nullifies the word of God, and even demonic activity, right? And the result, again, some man and his word and his authority will replace the Holy Spirit and the word of God. You get to the same point, don't you? Right? If you have too much dependence, a vertical system, where everyone's answering to someone up there, or if you have a rebel system and a disconnected, independent local church with no ties to the church as a whole, the word of God gets nullified, and a man and an institution will replace the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Now, our church is clearly a non-denominational, independent local church where we have no denomination that we report to. And yet one of our main concerns, personally my most important concern, is the accuracy and trustworthiness of our teaching ministry to the Word of God. You'll discover, I believe, that if you listen back over the sermons I've preached over the years, that even though we are an independent, non-denominational church, the teaching is highly orthodox. If you know what I mean by the word orthodox, I'm not talking about the Greek Orthodox Church or the Jewish Orthodox Synagogue, conforming to established uh, accepted Christian teaching, the teaching of the apostles, the uh, accepted teaching of the apostles and the prophets in the Word of God. Uh, you're going to find, if you think of the different issues we've discussed, and there are a lot of issues in the church that divide you know, denomination from denomination, we're right in the center. We're right, the beliefs that we hold are right in the middle, in the center of accepted church teachings throughout the church ages of all Christian uh, denominations and locations. 
in the most important matters of faith and really in all the matters of faith. We're not out in the ozone any place. We're constrained. Why are we constrained? What constrains us? If we're an independent church, what constrains us? Well, we accept the word of God as an errand. We seek the Holy Spirit for interpretation. We seek the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And, and I know I can make mistakes. And I know that we can't exist in a vacuum. And so when I prepare a sermon, I read and consider all that I can of those believers who went before over all the church ages because you want to know how other believers interpreted the scriptures. You seek the Holy Spirit to interpret it, but no one is perfect, and you don't want a demonic influence. So you need to balance. You need to balance when you take the Word of God as an errand, and you're seeking the right interpretation of it. You personally seek the Holy Spirit, but then you also need to know what other believers, how they interpreted it who went before over all the church ages. And I'll listen to sermons of believers now and read books by other believers now because we don't exist in a vacuum. And I'll weigh on a different issue what a Baptist, the Baptists teach, what the Pentecostals teach, what the Assembly of Gods teach, what the Catholic Church teaches, what the Protestant Church teaches, what the Orthodox, the Greek Orthodox Church teaches, what the Evangelicals teach, and even what the Jewish perspective is on certain Old Testament scriptures, right? And has been over the ages. What do they say on that scripture or concerning a certain issue? And I'll be open to other believers uh, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit through other believers, the ministry the Holy Spirit gives to them. There are Many people in this world today that have the gift of teaching. There are many that have the gift of prophecy. There are many others in ministry that are very valuable to listen to. And if you exist in a vacuum, if you cut yourself off from history, from those older in the Lord, from those today who have the anointing of the Holy Spirit, if you don't listen and study and read and listen and pray and study and pray and listen, then you can go off to the left and the right. But if you understand that local independence does not mean rebellion, but that you are part of a great tradition that goes from the apostles down of many believers over many generations, and some went off in one way a little bit and some went off another way a little bit. But on the main matters of faith, if we know what all the believers did before, you're not gonna go far off to the left nor to the right, you're going to start finding yourself pretty dead center in the Holy Spirit's interpretation of the Word of God. Independence then must be dependent, right? If you're really going to have an independent local church, it has to be dependent, otherwise you're in danger of going off far afield. Even as the denominations that have creeds uh, that are wonderful, founded in uh, the authority of believers, you know, going back all the way, founded on the scriptures. And yet because they have a certain group that tells others what to do, in some denominations now there are abominations going on as those up in authority are allowing homosexuals to become ministers, 
right? Homosexual uh, marriages, all types of things that are totally against the word of God, but they have the institution behind them. And if the higher-up says it's wrong, then it's wrong to everybody. If the higher-up says it's right, then it's right to everybody. So they have that pitfall, the pitfall of the institution nullifying the word of God. If you have the independence of the local church, which you read about in the book of Acts, there must be a sense of dependence also, because we don't exist in the vacuum. Independence must be dependent. On our website at shiarjeshub.org, you will find information about our church, including location and times of our services, info on Pastor Greg's award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, and a library of hundreds of Bible study radio programs to help you in your walk with Jesus. And we have also added links for those who would like to listen to the Through the Bible Heavenly Authority series on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Plus, we have a significant video library of our Sunday sermons. We live stream the Sunday morning service at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, and then the video is posted up on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, both on YouTube and Rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself for 24-7 access. The website address again is shiarjashub.org, and you can check Isaiah 7, verse 3 for the spelling.